0: That's Peter's horse, and that's Peter's hound, but where is Peter?
1: That's you perfect. don't
0: smell like him.
1: Are so many little-known fairy tales, folklore stories, and chapters of history to explore in this world. So much of it is wackadoo, unbelievable, disturbing, enthralling, mind-bending, and just plain weird. When I find these stories, they get stuck in my head, and I absolutely have to share them with someone. Usually, I inflict these tales on my husband Dan, along with our chocolate lab Lily and cat Collins but I thought, why not share these with you? I'm Gina Wagner. Welcome to Tail Wagging, a gleeful retelling of little-known fairy tales, folklore, history, and more. Hey, Gina. Guess what?
0: You're going to tell me a story.
1: I am. (laughs) But also, you know what it almost is?
0: Well, let me see. It's September, but it's like late September. So that means it's almost October.
1: Yes! In fact, this episode's coming out on September 29th. And I can't resist it anymore. I'm starting the celebration now. We are going to start celebrating Spooktober. All the stories are going to be a little bit scary for the next several weeks. Are you Ooh. ready? <laughs> are you prepared? Do you have a snuggly okay. blankie?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'm ready. You All know. right.
1: This story is called King Lindorm. Now... I did not know what a Lindorm was before reading this. Have you ever heard of a Lindorm before?
0: I have never heard of a Lindorm.
1: Well, soon I will be educating you on a Lindorm.
0: Tease! I You're a tease! <laughs> Why are you te- I thought you were going to tell it's me this, what one was. It's,
1: it's mere sentences away. Okay. Okay. The story begins with a king and queen who ruled over a great kingdom. They were rich and happy, but over time they became sad. Because they had no children. I really thought you were going to react to that, but nope. Okay, we're going I'm to. I'm not on. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. A lot of these stories go that way. <laughs> yeah. Where's the kids?
0: <laughs> yep, They seem to want them pretty bad. Time to go make a deal with some mythical creature or nasty person who ends up monkey pawing you in the face.
1: A poor old beggar woman (laughs) came to the castle (laughs) and wished to speak to the queen. The servants offered her a penny and told her, please go away. But the old woman said, I can help the queen with her secret sorrow. And when this message was delivered, the queen was like, yes, I would like to meet this person. The old woman says, I know your secret sorrow, O queen, and I'm here to help. You want a son? And you can have two if you follow my instructions. So this is a two-for-one deal. The queen is down. She is so ready for this. The instructions are, set up a bathtub in your room. Classic. Have a bath. Boom. After you're done, look under the bathtub where you will find two red onions.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Let's roll with it.
1: Carefully peel and eat them, and you'll have your wish. You? Yeah, that is kind of gross. Uh, So the queen did all this and found the onions. She was so excited, she ate one onion, skin and all.
0: Wrong. Didn't follow instructions. (laughs) Now you must die. But go on.
1: Then she remembered, oh, she's supposed to peel them first.
0: Too excited. Oh. You ever been too excited to peel your onion, honey? Um, just swallowed it whole.
1: Uh, I I can't say I've ever had this experience. I can't imagine what that would be like. I mean that it's got that like papery skin. It would just be stuck in your throat. I can imagine a lot of coughing. I mean, uh, it mean, sounds
0: terrible. I put candy with the wrapper still on it in my mouth. It it <laughs> happened. It, 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 it's happened. <laughs> but this is other level. Mm-hmm. I I've never been that excited to eat an onion. <laughs>
1: All right, so she peeled the second one. She ate that too. Her breath must have been super fragrant after eating two onions. And in due time, the queen gave birth. And the first thing that came out was a hideous Lindorm. I will now tell you a Lindorm is a serpent. Oh. So something's slithering around. Snake baby. Snake baby. Turns out there's a lot of stories about um, snake royalty. I actually have quite a few on my list. This will be the first of many. Okay. So just enjoy this moment. As we celebrate our first snake prince character. Okay. All right, so nobody saw this hideous baby except for the midwife who helpfully pitched it out the window into the forest.
0: Helpfully, yeah. Good, Good, well played.
1: She thinks she's doing the right thing, whoever this person is. And then... The most beautiful prince was born and was shown to his parents who knew nothing about the Lindorm. What? They never told them about the Lindorm.
0: Where'd the other baby go?
1: I I find it hard to believe you don't remember giving birth twice. I mean I feel Just like at, if you had twins you would notice. This
0: is a weird detail. This is obviously like revisionist history because they're like, well, didn't know nothing about it. Can't oh, be oh yeah. There's
1: heavy denial in this story. Okay. Go on. <laughs> you are so right. So, everyone is super happy for many years. And then, when the beautiful prince is 20 years old, his parents tell him he should journey to another kingdom and find a bride. We want to see you get hitched, son. So, he gets his gilded chariot ready. And at the first crossroads, lay a huge and terrible Lindorm across the road. Okay. Lindorm asks, so, uh, where are you going? Huh? (laughs) What's up? And the prince says, well, I'm a prince. Go where I want. Do prince stuff. Lindorm says, hmm, go back. Like, I I know what you're up to, but you won't have a bride until I have a mate and have slept by her side. So apparently this was really discouraging because the prince turns back and tells on the mean old Lindorm to his mommy and daddy, they tell him, oh, son, don't give in to bullies. Try again tomorrow. But the same thing happens on the second day. And the third. He's he's just like, ah, just can't get past this crossroads, man. This, this Lindorm just tells me I can't, so I, I obviously can't. Um, I'm really surprised he didn't try what other princes do, which is like stabby, stabby, whatever. But
0: yeah, fight it?
1: No, no, just... No. Um, so, no. Okay. M- mommy and daddy are going to handle this for Princey Poo, because he can't handle his own stuff. Yeah. So they invite the Lindorm to the palace. They figure the Lindorm will take anyone for a mate, so they get some slave woman to marry the monster. Okay. Nice.
0: Yeah, good work.
1: This is where it gets kind of scary. Are you ready? I've been waiting. In the morning, this poor woman lay in pieces, brutally murdered. Okay. And so this happened every time the king and queen compelled any woman to be his bride.
0: All right. Just... Okay.
1: So um, this happens a lot. We're not really sure how many times. The story doesn't say. But they just keep giving him wives and they just keep showing up dead. Um... I guess it
0: depends on your servant count. Oh, yeah. So let's assume it continued until they were all out of servant women and maybe some men too.
1: You know, who could say?
0: Men in drag.
1: Yeah.
0: Angry we, serpent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so word gets around about what's going on here at the palace, and an evil stepmother hears about it. Of course, where would we be without our evil stepmothers in these stories?
0: Stepmothered to who?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Don't you worry about it. Right. So, um, this woman had had a first marriage, and now he has a second marriage to this evil woman. And... She doesn't like her husband's daughter from the first marriage, who never gets a name in the story. Because this daughter is more beautiful than all other maidens and is gentle and good and won the heart of anyone who knew her. But the stepmother also had a daughter of her own who was ugly and disagreeable and so looked a lot worse next to Miss Perfect and everyone turned from her with loathing just looks real bad
0: i guess so this is how mothers should solve their problems kill everyone till their daughter is the best
1: like my daughter's now the best because there's no competition uh so the stepmother offers up her beautiful stepdaughter as a marriage prospect for the lindorm like she's good this is gonna be great the king is delighted because they don't really have any volunteers these days
0: (laughs) all out of servants doing their own dishes miserable
1: So, I will be calling her the young maiden because we don't have a name. She is quite afraid and visits her mother's grave before going to the castle. She cries, she prays, asks for help, and then finds three nuts and decides if she is in great danger, she must break one of these nuts. Let's call her Sansa. Sansa? (laughs) That sounds good. Actually, that works out pretty well. Um, Nobody tells her this. She just decides. Like... I found three nuts. I bet if I'm in great danger and I crack one of these nuts, something good will happen. We don't know what, but I'm just going to hold on to them. You never know. So Sansa puts on a brave front when she gets to the castle and asks for a different bridal chamber than the ones that were used before. She would like a fresh room. She also wants a pot of strong lye on the fire and three brand new scrubbing brushes. They're not really into denying anyone their last request, so uh, they set her up with this in the room. And the maiden, Sansa, dresses herself in seven clean snow white shirts. They have the wedding. So Sansa and the Lindorm go to the bridal chamber, and the Lindorm commands in a threatening voice for Sansa to undress herself. She says, nah, you first. And he's like, what? Nobody else? said anything like that to me Well, she's like well i'm not like most girls he's like well okay then and he uh he does a lot of heavy breathing and writhing and groaning and sheds off his outer skin which was hideous she takes off one of her shirts one of her many shirts they go through this routine over and over again until there are seven skins on the floor Ooh, la, la. and six shirts. Yeah, this is quite the turn on. The Lindorm is now a formless, slimy thing, and she gets to work with her scrub brushes and lie. She scrubs all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all night. And when she nearly <laughs> worn out the last brush, there stood before her. The loveliest young man in all the world. What? Yep. She cleaned him up. She changed him. (laughs) Okay. He says, thank you for saving me from my enchantment. I'm actually a prince and the heir to this kingdom. Will you still have me? And she's down with this. The servants have been used to cleaning up a bunch of body parts the morning after each wedding. They are very happy and surprised when they peek in and see a living bride and some nice young man.
0: What I need to know, do they see six
1: shirts on the floor
0: or seven?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) The king and queen fact check the story by summoning the midwife who admits... To pitching the Lindorm out the window during the They never married delivery. the
0: midwife to <laughs> Never <laughs> married off the midwife. They kept her.
1: <laughs> she, she survived. Uh, they decided to ask her, Hey, remember that delivery? What happened? Yeah, kind of threw him out the window. Uh. They embrace their son, who has been growing up apart from them his whole life. This is great. You get everything, son. There is much joy and prosperity, and when the king dies... Prince Lindorm inherits everything. We never hear mention of his brother ever again in the story. (laughs) Okay. So you thought the story was over. It's not? Nope. There's a whole nother part to it.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. That's exciting.
1: Okay. So now Prince Lindorm is King Lindorm. I will also try to use the words Queen Sansa so you don't get confused with who the queen is.
0: Was a snake. Killed a lot of women.
1: Killed a lot of women. In
0: gross fashion.
1: Massive serial killer. No punishment. Inherited the entire kingdom. Go on. So an enemy declares war against the young King Lindorm. And the king believes it's going to be at least three years before he can return from war to his queen and country... So he ordered his guards to protect her and had these special seals made so that they could write each other letters privately. The little stampy kind. And no one, under pain of death, is supposed to open these letters. What do you think's going to happen?
0: Is someone going to open the letter? Maybe. <gasps> Who would do such a thing? Oh,
1: uh, well... Probably a good guess because the next part is the queen's wicked stepmother decides to come make amends. She's pretty ticked off that her big plan didn't work and that her stepdaughter became this amazing queen instead of dying a horrible death. So she's gonna, you know, have another plan. The stepmother comes to her stepdaughter and lays it on real thick like, I always foresaw you were destined for greatness and that's why I signed you up for murder, you know, marriage. That's why I signed you up for this marriage to this important person. And Queen Sansa is too nice, can't imagine anyone would be mean enough to send her to a serial killer, so she invites the stepmother to stay in the palace with her. The queen was pregnant, Queen Sansa, and had two children, the prettiest boys anyone ever saw. The queen is so excited, she writes a letter to the king to tell him the good news. The stepmother offers to comb the queen's hair like her own mother used to do, and the queen is so relaxed that she falls asleep. And the stepmother steals the letter sealer and switches out the letter for a forgery, wherein it said that the queen had given birth to puppies. Two puppies. Sure. So,
0: yeah, that, yeah, that's a, that's a, um, how do you think that letter went? Dear husband, huh? awkward, I had two dogs.
1: But they are cute. Um, <laughs> they are, what, what type of puppies do you think they are? What are you imagining? I don't know.
0: I guess huskies. Why oh, not?
1: Those would be really cute.
0: Sure. Happy but, little
1: wolf cubs. It mean, would go with Sansa. This <laughs> didn't actually
0: happen, though. Right?
1: Well, no, this is not a true yeah. story.
0: This, we're just... Okay. See, this is why Instagram's important. Photos or it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> so, the king receives this letter, and he is alarmed at the news that his wife gave birth to puppies.
0: Oh, did I, Like, she spent a lot of time with that Mastiff... <laughs> It's getting really suspicious.
1: (laughs) But the king remembers his own past. He grew up as a Lindorm. He understands what it could be like to be born as something that's maybe not human. And (laughs) (laughs) he's going to love them just the same. And he sends a letter saying as much. But the stepmother switches out his letter for a letter where it says that the king says that the queen and the little princes should be burned at the stake.
0: So the the stepmother has replaced the letter from the king with a letter that is supposedly from the king that orders them to be put to death.
1: Yes. Okay. He's really mad and he wants them to burn. Okay. I guess the two seals look exactly the same because this was a question I had when I read the story the first time. The Retainer, the person in charge who I'm calling the Hand of the King, is shocked and upset at these orders. Can't imagine murdering the queen and the princes. But it feels like he needs to put on a good show for appearance sake, so he makes a big fire and burns a sheep and two lambs so that all the people will think he carried out the commands.
0: He's the huntsman from Snow White.
1: More or less. Go on. And the stepmother is spreading gossip all over town, saying that the queen's a wicked sorceress. And the hand advises the queen to hide herself in the castle from everybody. And eventually it comes time for King Lindorm to come home, and the hand begs the queen, please go hide in the forest with the kids. So the queen and princes walk all day. They get super tired. Queen sees a man carrying venison and asks if there's somewhere they can stay for the night. And he invites them to his hut. And he has a backstory... It doesn't matter. He has a horse and a dog, and he hunts a lot. The queen cooks and cleans for him like any good fairy tale princess might do in this situation. This makes him very happy, and he introduces himself as Peter. This random guy in the woods has a name. Our queen was not given a name until you and I gave her one.
0: Uh-huh. Now. Her so, puppies, I mean, kids, don't have names.
1: No. Would you like to name the puppies, no, kids?
0: No. No. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't want to.
1: The Queen notices over Brandon
0: Ricken, I did it.
1: Okay, Brandon Ricken. No,
0: Rickon. no. We, we're going to get sued. Go on.
1: Okay. That's not their names. Um, Branny and I. Ricky are their names.
0: <laughs> Brandy and Ricky.
1: Yeah. The Queen notices over time. Peter's depressed. He's kind of bummed out. And he comes home all day wearing a really bloody shirt. In fact, he's got a big old tub of bloody, bloody, bloody shirts. That's kind of weird and horrific and creepy. And so asks him one day, uh, hey, don't want to be nosy, but what gives? I've I've been doing your laundry and it's hard to get blood out of these white shirts. I'm not complaining, but is there something I could do to maybe She's
0: totally complaining. Come on. Well,
1: I'd like to help you not have blood all over your shirts (laughs) if (laughs) possible. He's he's really hesitant to tell her because the story's super weird. But she's like, hey, here's my backstory about the time I scrubbed a slimy snake thing until it became my husband. So I'm I'm not that squeamish. (laughs) It's fine. I'm sure this story can't be that bad. Like, I'm, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves for this. Turns out his backstory is Peter had been a wild guy in college and entered into a written contract with an evil spirit. He repented and turned from his evil ways, adopted his man cave hermit lifestyle before the contract was up so the evil spirit couldn't take him, but evil spirit still has the contract so the evil spirit can compel Peter to meet him every day at a certain time for a massive beating.
0: What did Peter get? In return? Yeah, what did he get for signing a contract that allowed him to go take a beating every day as a young college man? Was this was this to be good for the ladies?
1: I assume he must have traded his soul, like most people for would. For
0: what? For what? The story
1: doesn't say. What the, do you think he got? I, he got some hunting skills. I'm not sure if those are worth trading your soul over for.
0: Whatever it was, it wasn't worth it. It was... Totally monkey paw type stuff. Because he's living alone in the woods.
1: Uh-huh. He
0: doesn't have he much does have to be excited about.
1: Those are exciting.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> love my hound, but I wouldn't trade my soul to get one. You can go adopt one at the shelter.
1: Yeah, there are lots of dogs that need homes.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. That's it. Peter's got a different story. Mm. Go on. Well... Now he, now he has his own personal fight club every day. <gasps> what if that was it? What if he just <gasps> wanted... To be in his own personal fight club every day. He's like,
1: yes, this is blood I got from fighting. I am enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> the first rule of fight club in the woods is you don't talk about fight club in the woods. broke the rule. <laughs> he broke the rule. Come on. Sansa, helpful person that she is, says, I've got this. Stay home and babysit my kids. Peter's very, very concerned that she's going to get killed if she goes to meet the spirit. And she tells him, man up, play Mr. Mom. I'm going to go handle some business. So she checks her pocket and makes sure she's got those three nuts that she got from way back when at her mother's grave. Oh, yeah. Those are apparently going to be relevant now.
0: It's about time. Carried them in the purse. You know, this is this is how women justify those huge purses, right? I and, might
1: need these nuts. You
0: might need this someday. Been I might carrying be in it for danger. years. Yeah, go on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so she gets on the horse, rides to meet the spirit, and the spirit says Here comes Peter's horse and Peter's hound, but Peter is not with them. I'm sorry, my evil spirit voice sounds a lot like the Knights of Fish voice.
0: <laughs> it really does.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna abandon May that. May
0: I give it a shot?
1: Yeah.
0: That's Peter's horse. And that's Peter's hound. But where is Peter?
1: That's you perfect. You don't
0: smell like him.
1: Alright, you've been <laughs> cast as the evil spirit because your voice can get so much lower than mine. That was very effective. I am terrified. I will play Sansa. I've come for the contract. Here, here, here's your line. Ride home and tell Peter he's going to get it twice as bad tomorrow. And, yes, that was great. (laughs) The queen cracks a nut, gets out of the way, and sparks of fire flew out on all the trees, and the evil spirit howled. Oh, my
0: God, what the hell
1: was that? Yeah, that was was perfect. (laughs) Now to save your voice, I'll just sum up the rest of this because the rule of threes is very important. The next day all of this repeats, but there are big flames instead of sparks, and the howling is much, much worse. And the third day it happens again, and they scream and howl and hand her the contract at the end of a long branch. (laughs) Just daintily like, here, please stop cracking nuts. No
0: more nuts. No more nuts. Anything but the nuts. (laughs) Stop with the nuts.
1: Peter had been freaking out back at the hut, but now he's really happy to be free. King Lindorm comes home from the war, bursts in the door and is like, Where's my queen? Where's my puppies? I want to snuggle those puppies! As anyone would, you know. The servants are surprised because they don't know about any puppies. They weren't in on the letter writing. Uh, The queen had two beautiful princes. And the king had kind of sent an order for them to be burned, so... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) They died. The king is very heartbroken, angry, sends for the hand of the king, who he had asked to take care of the queen and puppies, and the hand shows him the letter he had received, and everyone understands there was some treachery afoot. It doesn't take Sherlock to know what's going on here. And the hand tells him, Don't worry. I did not burn them. I hid them in the palace for years until you were on your way back, and then I sent them into the forest.
0: And the king says, You disobeyed a direct order that you thought was from me? And just, all right, all right go on.
1: Okay. <laughs> the king, King Lindorm says, I will wander in the wild forest until I find them. If I don't come back, you can be king. Tight. Nice bonus. He wanders for three days and finds a little hut. The queen and princes were there, but he didn't recognize them because they're all you know, dirty, dressed in some rough clothing. And Queen Sansa is also still afraid that he wants them dead because last she knew they were supposed to be burned. The king just lays down on a bench and falls asleep and his arm falls off the bench. Queen Sansa says to one of her sons, "'Go put your father's arm back on the bench.' And the king does what any kid or the kid does what any kid would do and just goes like, Bleh, and just kind of drops it on the bench. And the king wakes up, but he decides not to show anyone that he's awake because he doesn't know what type of people they are. I, I don't know. He's just.
0: This, this is weird human behavior all around. Come oh, on. yeah.
1: This is all kinds of weird. So he's <laughs> just like, oh, no, I've fallen asleep again. I'm, I'm so sleepy. Ugh. And he lets the arm thing happen again. I don't know why because he didn't hear what happened the first time. But Queen Sansa tells the other kid, hey, go put your dad's arm on the bench, but don't do it like your brother did, because he was pretty rough.
0: How many of you out there, when you pass a person Mm. on a bench, do you you note the location of their arm and put it back for them?
1: (laughs) Anyone? Anybody
0: out there do this? Go
1: touch that stranger who's just sleeping on the bench. (laughs) Does anybody do this? (laughs) I don't know. Go on. <sighs> but the king opens his eyes and sees Queen Sansa and the children for who they really are and gives them a big hug. He takes them back to the palace along with Peter and the horse and the hound. They had the wicked stepmother burned like you do in these situations. And the last line is King Lindorm lived long and happily with his queen. And there are some who say, if they are not dead now, they are still living to this day.
0: Should have given the wicked stepmother to the demon, you know, for the daily punching bag. It's a sad demon, really. You, you swindled the demon out of a contract that they probably earned fairly. Could at least replace replace the punching bag.
1: And it'd be a much longer punishment. It's not like she only did one crime.
0: Yeah, I feel like the demon got the worst of this whole this whole thing. You
1: feel bad for the demon. I do. I demon, got into character. The demon doesn't get to punish, punish Peter. Yeah,
0: I got like demon. Probably that was a highlight of Demon's day.
1: Yeah, like I, I had my my whip with like the pointy things on the end that drew blood, and just you know like, now what am I supposed to do with my life? Yeah, well, not really a life, but yeah,
0: everything was fine until the woman with the nuts and the fire shooting out of them showed up, and now, yeah, just mm. really sad for the demon
1: is very 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 sad all right so let's recap and talk a little bit about this story
0: what's spooky about it
1: i i'm afraid of all of the the serpent murder i was promised a spooky story but i i truly feel that all of the deaths were scary i mean also evil spirit in the woods your voice was very scary. I was very afraid of the evil spirit in the woods.
0: Hmm. I don't know. The evil spirit in the woods seems like a bit of a chump. He's afraid of fire. Peter never tried that. Um,
1: well, I guess she did just throw some nuts at him.
0: the The body count is obviously insignificant since our serpent person goes on to be king. No problem.
1: And there is also something about because we never met any of the other women who were murdered that it's a little bit harder to... To feel the feels for them correct, in, on an individual basis. Correct.
0: There was no character development. They were, as we kind of speculated, probably slaves, handmaidens, or scullery maids. And just, just poor gone, people just in gone, the community.
1: Gone. It's just terrible.
0: I'm really, like, I'm not afraid of the dismembering serpent who marries, then kills. That's kind of weird and creepy and a strange thing to do. But how about the, like, the king and queen are... Like, the people who kind of continue this ritual are responsible. What about, you know, grabbing your swords and saddling up at your knights and riding out and fighting the serpent that demands blood, you know? It's like, how about we fight for people? It's kind of a bad story of if a giant snake blocks your way, I guess give it what it wants. Yeah. Until a smart woman from another place who's being betrayed by her evil stepmother, like, totally one-ups all y'all.
1: And as far as we know, they did all of that so that their other son could get married, which he never did.
0: Well, we don't in the know. the story. Like, we have no idea what happens to him, right?
1: Nothing. Just nothing. He like probably They were has doing a all this for him, and we never hear from him again. He
0: probably has a real, like, mental, like, breakdown from seeing all these dism Maybe he has to clean up the dismembered women himself, because it's just his fault. They just make him do that for his chores. Like, ugh, another wedding.
1: I-, I also kind of wonder if... When he went to that crossroads, if that was the first time, he, like, left really, home. yeah, really left home. <laughs> They're like, son, go find a, a bride. And he's like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: he went straight home, posted about his struggle in his Instagram story.
1: Yeah. And
0: here we are. Yeah. No real takeaway, honestly. Uh, don't, don't, you know, just carry those nuts in your purse. You never know when you'll need them.
1: My biggest takeaway is I'm just a little bit concerned about the message that this story sends where, so he's a murderer, but I can change him.
0: (laughs) yeah like
1: all i need is a scrub brush and i can clean this guy up good wasn't
0: it like many scrub
1: brushes like you have to follow
0: instructions okay (laughs)
1: the rules of three you need three scrub brushes
0: because if you don't peel the onion like it doesn't work so we need to know the exact scrub brush count and what lysol was (laughs) it
1: lie yeah like soap yeah um yeah lots of threes in the story three nuts three scrub brushes Three days at the crossroads where you totally chicken out against your snake brother who picks on you and tells you, Nuh-uh, you're not going to get married. Come here, I'll give you a noogie. I'm going to get married first. And I'm going to kill her. And I'm going to kill the next one. And the next one. You're never getting married. In fact, you're not even in the story anymore. Boom. I get all your stuff.
0: Let's get a (laughs) kit and we can sell it on Amazon. It can be the, you know change your serpent-like man kit and it can have three scrub brushes exactly <laughs> and some Y and all you gotta do all night long hit him up scrub brush yeah and he'll be a prince by morning
1: he'll be the most beautiful prince and he'll be rich and successful and everything you've ever wanted <laughs> all right next week i'll try to make it more spooky for you i promise more spooky for spooktober More spooky for spooktober. That's enough for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tail Wagging, a gleeful retelling of little-known fairy tales, folklore, history, and more. If you'd like to get in touch or send us a story you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can find us on our Facebook page, Tail Wagging Podcast, or on Twitter, at Tail Wagging Pod, That's T-A-L-E-W-A-G-G-I-N-G-P-O-D. We'd really love it if you could take a moment to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast anywhere you can. It really helps us get found on this new adventure. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, tweet about it on the interwebs, or send a raven. And if you are under an evil enchantment or have been turned into a creature of some kind, I can't promise listening to the next episode will transform you back, but it might. This is tail wagging. May all your dreams come true.